Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. Welcome back to the program. I am Randy Tober. There is Brian Houseworth entering the studio. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing fine. We'll have some update on the weather. Stephanie, looking forward to the Iowa caucuses. Can't wait. John, you too looking forward to the caucuses. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what transpires. And I am, you know, I'm, I'm wondering about the turnout. And if we can't. The, the dangerous wind chills are going to keep folks away, but it is Iowa. And Hannah, here's what Donald Trump had to say about it. I mean, he's got an opinion. I'm watching even the newscast today. They're saying the Trump voter has so much more spirit, dedication. They say they'll walk over at last that the Trump voter is coming to vote. Well, there you go. It looks like it's a done deal from Donald Trump's (laughs) standpoint. I mean, he's not really wrong, though. I remember I got to see him in person, I think, only once in my life so far. And it was at CPAC. And he was the sitting president. And... You know, I was like, ah, you know, I'm here, I'll go. But I, you know, but they took everything. I was kind of cranky about it. I think I had like a $1 bill and a chapstick (laughs) in my ID. I mean, the security was insane. And I had to get there like four hours in advance of his talk. And then he was two hours late. And Mm -hmm. so I'm cranky by that point. I think people in that audience, and you couldn't leave, right? If you left, they wouldn't let you back in. And I think people in that audience were wearing adult diapers because, really? oh, I think so. And they were happy to do so. Do anything for I, Oh, I think so. This I think a- so. And there were two ladies behind me and they were like all dressed up and they were just like vibrating with energy. I mean, they were just like so excited. And wow. I think one of them was like, I feel like I could just like combust or like start on fire or said something crazy. And I like turn around. And I'm like, are we okay here? <laughs> oh, but when he spoke, they just ate out of the palm of his hand. I mean, they were. So the excitement was something I've never seen in my life before. Isn't it funny, though, that uh, us conservatives criticize Barack Obama and his followers as a cult of personality? Look at Donald Trump. That that's a cult of personality if I ever saw one. But the and Stephanie's uh, uh, brings up a very good point, and and in uh, the the base will show up in in the uh, in the temperatures. I think the weather will be something we we definitely watch uh, over the weekend. I noticed on television, uh, Governor DeSantis's mother was was going door to door as she was you know, urging people to go out. But we're talking about maybe you know thirty degrees below zero. There's a lot of snow on the ground. To put it in perspective, Mama um, DeSantis putting in work. Yeah. Yes, in, in the in the in the cold, I talked to State Representative Danny Busick over the weekend, who's from Newtown, not far from the Missouri Iowa border, and he is. It would be less than what they have in Iowa, but as of Saturday, he told me they had twelve inches of snow on the ground in North Missouri, and drifts of up to two feet. So that and that's it's even higher than in some parts there in Iowa. So it is going to be uh, again. It's all about getting out their base. Um, there's one other thing I think is interesting that nobody's pointed out yet. Um, the NFL, because of the storm in Orchard Park, New York, for the Buffalo Bills, moved the NFL playoff game to 3.30. Yeah. Now, what's interesting about that, figure a three-hour game. They are going to, there's no way Nor O'Donnell's going to make it on the CBS Evening News, and I doubt there'll be any local news at all. That would be unheard of. That would be unheard of in a prior age to cut out and in in to preempt Walter Cronkite they would never do that for a football game I don't care how important the football game is but it's just I find that very interesting why wasn't that game played at 130 just uh, it, I'm baffled by the time oh, I think that. it emphasizes the erosion in market share for legacy media 
Uh, well, and there, there, the people. I also maybe think people are more concerned about the be, the Bills and the Steelers than they are about the caucuses. I mean, that is, it, it, don't. I mean, and and I'm not saying that I just, more money riding on. I just that is just, and that really speaks about people's the the well. Well, Taylor Swift's not at the caucuses <laughs> no, either. No, she's she's not. But, I yeah. mean, people's priorities. I saw the frustration. I know a mom in Iowa, and I saw her frustration. She said, temps are negative 17, but feel like negative 39. Right. She said, the snow is covering all the roads. Huge drifts. My road hasn't been plowed in two days. There's ice under the roads, making them very slick. And she was criticizing the local schools because they were still having sport wrestling and basketball. And she said, so wow. people are getting out for these sporting <laughs> events. Yeah, that's, um, wow. But that's I saw Iowa, though. <laughs> yeah. But I saw that from her yesterday, and I thought, yeah, I mean, from just a regular mom who's not super involved in politics, whose road hasn't been plowed for two days, it's negative 17. You know, I'm not, and she's like, I'm not getting out. You know, are these type of people who I would want to be getting out, are they going to be getting out to the caucuses? I don't know. Well, you ever been to Iowa, though? Yeah, you ever been to Iowa? (laughs) They don't stop wrestling or or high school basketball for anything. I've been to Kirksville, which feels like Iowa. (laughs) And the other thing, about Missouri years ago the Missouri and John and I would John certainly remembers this you would have situations where you'd have snow during the morning but then the it would it would clear in the evening they'd play basketball then it would snow again overnight that got a lot of controversy that that's pretty much not allowed anymore look I know how I know that that football game is important between the Bills and the Steelers and there's a lot of interest in it I'm simply saying that the caucuses to me are more important. Football game's fine. I just don't understand why you don't play it at one thirty, so you'd have the CBS Evening News because people that watch that channel are unless this game is is a, a record record pace, they're not going to see what's going on. So that, you know that's just I, I'm baffled at the timing on that. And furthermore, the NFL that I that I grew up with never played wild card games on Mondays to begin with. This one is different because they had a storm, but the uh, Buccaneers playing tonight too which is very so Bri- odd. Brian's really worked up over this where are our priorities here well Brian our priority should are, be are you on... upset at the infatuation with this friends in low places where the Taylor Swift drowns and look at that rocking with all the rest of the Kansas City fans as they're singing along the right? and then what is this other thing I saw yesterday uh, uh, on Saturday on the on the Chiefs game when where she's doing this kind of what is that is swag that surfing huh what is that that's a song yeah I noticed Tony Dungy had some interesting comments Tony Dungy that's of the uh, of the the the, the oh Tony coach. doesn't like it the, well, the he, Taylor Swift he distraction. feels like and it's not just specifically her but he's talking about in general that they these these networks are focusing on stuff like that and not focusing on X's and O's. He He's he's frustrated by it. Made that very clear. Oh, there, I think he's poopy pants. There's a clip going viral on the reels and the TikTok, and I think it's Willie Gay who's sitting on the bench and says, "Text upstairs that we need swag surfing." And apparently, it's a song that gets them hyped. And then you can see the whole Chiefs bench down below getting super hyped, dancing along to this song. So it must be kind of like a team rallying song. And then, uh, and then you see uh, Taylor Swift and Donna Kelsey doing this swerfi- surfing, whatever. She also at one point opened up the. A little sliding glass window to their press box and was high fiving yep. the fans. Except it wasn't a high five; it was a high four for Rice. Right or shoot for Rice? He's number four. He's a rookie, and he had a really good game. Mm, yeah. And so she was giving everyone high fours, and I thought that was so cute. <laughs> I think it's a good thing. I mean, I, I 
I, I hope so. A lot more tickets. Yeah, he sold a lot more tickets, and let's let's be honest about it. That even when you look at the concerts of whether it's Taylor Swift or anyone else, concerts these days are not what they were a couple of decades ago, three decades ago, four decades. When I was in the music business, you went to see Blood, Sweat, and Tears, or Chicago, or Tower of Power, or, and you saw the band perform. And yeah, they may have colorful outfits, they may do this or that. It wasn't about lasers and pyrotechnics. So it just seems as though Americans increasingly need more and more bells and whistles and bright shiny objects because we're all distracted by uh, all of the... uh, We all have collective ADD now, right? And so we need more stimulation. Mm. That's what's going on. I yeah I don't know I I I understand where you're coming from in the, the Swift thing. I'm not obviously. justifying it. I'm describing it. I, I, I the, I'm not sure I agree with it. But well, and it. I think what 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 um, the 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 thing is there's just less attention on this. Like I said, this caucus. I mean, I think it's a really a really big deal, and you're going to have a third of the audience that are watching the evening news that most likely are going to miss it all together. Um, and they're more concerned about a football game. If I, I was going to watch an evening news, I would not watch Nora, McDon- <laughs> Nora O'Donnell on CBS. I'm well, sorry. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, that's about as left as you can get. Well, and, and at, at least Walter Cronkite cloaked his leftness. And of, and of course, Walter Cronkite was uh, inducted into the Hall of Famous, Hall of Famous Missourians. Yeah. He, he was. Well, and if Taylor Swift was invited to a caucus, I'm not sure she'd be caucusing with us, which I think is why a lot of <laughs> listeners have struggle with, when we talk about Taylor Swift. But I would say you know i like not like not growing up in the time of princess diana i never really got the royals i know hannah kind of follows the royals or whatever um but like they've never really had that like thing for me but she's leaning out the window and someone tweeted out and and she's like high-fiving everyone and greeting people and being so kind and someone tweeted out and they said it's giving people's princess and and in thinking of it in those terms it really like she it's almost like a royal of america i mean she just it's it's crazy and you know it's something i don't quite get but at the same time like the fact that she has so much money and so much fame and it still seems kind of like relatable like one of us um and and is still seemingly so humble and kind to those around her i think i'm all for it well and it's been really cool to see she for her chief's gear for these games that she's going to (laughs) she's supporting a lot of small businesses in kansas city yeah which has been super cool um her and Brittany mahomes both on saturday had these like parkas made out of chiefs jerseys Mm -hmm. that blew up on the internet and it was a tiktok creator (laughs) and like this tiktok creator has now exploded to fame because taylor swift and Brittany mahomes wore jackets that she had made for them for the game i thought that i think that stuff is super cool when i see the evolving romance and and the symbolism with her with her attire uh, between her and Travis Kelsey, I, it harkens back to Olivia Fig Newton John and uh, John Travolta in you know in the you're, movie way back. You're when. the Greece. one that I want, right? In Greece, <laughs> right? I mean, it's good to see a gal supporting her guy. I like that. That that feels good. That's that's traditional American romance. I, I, I think, and she's a star in her own right, right? But she's she's all about the guy. I think that's good. And he and he he's gaz- all about her. And he gazes up at the st- at the at her box once in a while, right? I mean, he's up looking at her at the, her through the window. I think that's that's romantic. It's good to see. And and her defenders point out too, and we should point out um, that you know she's not the one that's putting the television camera on herself. Those networks are. 
right. doing that. She she has no say. So I mean, people are the ones that are criticizing are saying they don't want to see her. I've yeah. I've seen that a lot on uh, several people but, on Twitter. But a lot of people defend her. But she's not the one putting the camera think, on. But you, you do just, think she's cute, don't you, Houseworth? I, she's she's don't very talented. She's I no? just I I'm I'm more I'm more into the the X's and O's on a football okay. game. But, but it, it, it's fine showing her. It, it is, and it, and it's newsworthy. She's there. But let's just be clear. Eminem was like somewhere this weekend, and they're like Eminem's at the game, and for forever <laughs> if there's famous people in the audience they always i yeah. mean they don't show as much but they always they show do. her and especially men they show other men all the time and you never think about it in fact sure. that one sportscaster got in trouble because they were panning to people's girlfriends remember well, that brent I mean, musburger yes. brent musburger said <laughs> yeah. boys and in, in alabama start throwing the football in the backyard but i go back to <laughs> sugar ray leonard when he fought uh sugar ray leonard fought thomas hearns in las vegas in about 1980 and howard cosell the intro was Howard Richard, Pryor, <laughs> Richard Pryor, Richard uh, Pryor, straight off the cannonball run. He went through the list of the of the <laughs> actors that were there. So it, it's been done before. Well, yeah, it's and remember, maybe maybe this is a little. At different. NBA games, they're always showing. Sure. If it's the New York Knicks or yeah. if it's out in L.A., they're always showing all the Jack Nicholson and whoever else exactly. is there. Spike exactly. Spike Lee always. Spike with the Lee, Lakers. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I don't know. I think it's good. It adds a little bit of some a new dimension to the game. It's good to see. All right, when we come back, we're going to find out how the markets are looking on this Monday ahead of the opening bell and Bob Onder who is currently running for lieutenant governor considering CD3 run will join us from Iowa at the caucuses today at 835 stay tuned for lots more coming up on Wake Up in Missouri this is Wake Up Mid Missouri Watch the gang on our Facebook or YouTube channel. Find us at Wake Up Mid Missouri. I hear the bell. Time for morning bell with Stephanie. Futures are all in the red this morning, just slightly. Mm. Dow, S and P, and Nasdaq. I know we had a good year last year, but um, been a bit bumpy so far. A little turbulence. It has been bumpy, and you know, I'm sure there's some uh, hesitation and skepticism with all of the international conflict going on, and and as well with all of the political turmoil we currently have. So, not unexpected. Um, Okay, so this got mentioned on our show last week when we were talking to Aaron Headland, and. I think, you know, I think you and I, our ears perked up and I'm like, why are not a lot of other people talking about this? Because this is a really, really big deal. And that is the tax uh, cuts that went in effect under President Trump are some of them are set to expire in 2025. And so when talking to Aaron Headland about the election and the impact on the economy and whether or not, you know, Trump recently said, hey, if you you don't elect me, we're going to get into a recession. And maybe he's maybe he behind that comment are these tax cuts. I mean, maybe he's thinking I always think, you know, he says these generalities, but I think most of the time he can back this stuff up. So um, the Wall Street Journal is finally writing about this. And I think um, hopefully people are paying attention. They say six trillion dollars in taxes are at stake in this year's elections and that six trillion dollars and that sounds kind of overblown but if you listen to Aaron Headland, that's exactly right now what what they're saying is um, those tax cuts amount to four trillion so if those are not extended um, it would amount to four trillion over a decade uh, and then Biden 
Biden um, is only proposing uh, extending the tax cuts minimally for those. Um, he said, oh, yeah, we'll keep some of the t- tax cuts for those making under four hundred thousand dollars. But he, as part of his plan, is proposing an increase uh, on both um, top earners and on corporations. And that would generate two trillion dollars of new taxes. So if you take the difference between Trump's plan and Biden's plan, you're looking at the difference in six trillion dollars for <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. And so if um, so if Congress doesn't do anything, which they haven't done much lately, um, and these these uh, these current tax cuts expire, you're looking at uh, the standard deduction would shrink. You're looking at marginal rates that would go up and deductions for closely held businesses would also be eliminated. Certain deductions. It's, yeah. That's a big deal if you're in small business and a big deal on the individual income tax side as well. And then if you're looking at what Biden's actually proposing, uh, corporate tax rate would go uh up to 28% from 21%. Mm. So when Trump's talking about sending us into a recession, I mean, think about how many businesses right now have just recovered from COVID, are trying to get their feet back under them, and are teetering between, am I going to be able to keep going or not? And then they're slammed with 7% increase in corporate tax. I mean, I mean, these are not insignificant but changes. But don't worry, they'll keep hiring people. When they have to absorb that, they'll keep high, and they won't raise their prices to pay for those taxes. Don't worry, don't worry, they'll do the right thing. <laughs> and the individual, the top individual rate would go from thirty-seven percent to thirty-nine point six percent. Wow! Um, so some significant increases. And yeah, I mean, talk about these. Uh, I I don't know that I that you followed me on Instagram or that you've seen. You know, this whole minimum wage stuff that we're talking about in Missouri. You have to hear, and I don't know that we have time for it here. What was on my bill when I was out in California? Uh, um, it was actually on the menu, on the bar menu. There was a little notation at the bottom about the impact of the minimum wage in California. And I was stunned. Yep, and they keep saying, we're not going to pay for it. Well, I'll tell you. Well, do we, we don't have time. Pretty soon, robots will be serving and making your food They're gonna everywhere. They're going to have to be. They're going to have to be. We'll maybe talk about that more in Leftovers. Bob Onder coming up after the bottom of the hour news break. Stay there. This is Mid-Missouri's official talk show. Wake up, Mid-Missouri. Official talk show. What does that even mean? Official. Thank you for staying with us. If you're just joining us, boy, it's been a busy morning. Make sure you stay tuned either on the web or on the app or on 93.9theeagle.com or on kws.com or on YouTube or on Facebook, lots of opportunities. Had a busy morning, and uh, boy, there's no one busier than former state senator Bob Onder, a candidate for lieutenant governor. And everyone's wondering if he's going to be a candidate for CD3. But he's on the ground in Iowa today, keeping an eye on the caucuses. Where are you, Bob? Welcome to the program. Good morning, Randy. Great to be back. I am in Des Moines right now. Um, you know, I think the overnight low was 13 degrees, wind chill minus 35. Um, there is actually, I'm in my hotel room at the Holiday Inn right now, and uh, and there's a layer of ice on my uh, windowsill oh. on the inside, on the inside. So it, uh, it, it's uh, it's been chilly, um, but uh, there's, uh, you know, palpable enthusiasm in the air. And uh, we're excited to be here. So enthusiasm for who? I mean, I know you just got got in yesterday and we're hearing from the mass media that, you know, it's all ever everyone's all in for Trump. You know, are you seeing other people at the hotel or around town? You seeing any other enthusiasm for the other candidates? 
Yeah, you know, I have I have run into some uh, folks who are uh, fans of uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, and uh, of course, I'm up here as a, a Trump surrogate, but uh, I really do admire uh, uh, Ron DeSantis, I, and I really like a lot of the things that Vivek Ramaswamy are saying. Uh, but really, Trump and DeSantis folks are are uh, the folks I'm seeing the most. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I've really not, not run into any Nikki Haley folks yet, although I'm sure there are some. I have seen some Nikki Haley ads on TV. Senator, we appreciate you uh, joining us and, uh, and 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 appreciate you really giving us a a uh, report. You know, because you're there there on ground zero can really tell us uh, what's happening. I know, obviously, a, a lot of the focus is on the politics, but I want to talk about the weather and in in the impact on that. Oh, yeah. Describe what you're seeing as far as snow on the ground, the cold, and Senator, what do you? How do you see the turnout tonight with with the weather and how the roads? Yeah, good point. Uh, you know, back home, I think we only got about an inch of snow. What was it, Saturday? Uh, here they ha- got something like eight, 18 inches. The snow is really, uh, it places is piled up as high as five or six feet. Uh, there's a there's a packed layer of uh, snow everywhere. Only really the major highways uh, in the runways are were completely clean. Um, and uh, again, it is bitterly cold. Literally, you walk walk to your car and your your feet are hurting from the, from the cold just in that very short walk. In terms of turnout, I, I, there may be an impact. Uh, you know, some some are commenting that, uh, you know, that older voters, maybe with mobility problems, this might uh, deter them and that, you know, maybe uh, maybe that'll hurt Donald Trump. I'll tell you, Donald Trump's number one demographic supporting him are farmers. And Iowa farmers are tough as nails. They're they're used to this kind of weather. They'll be out. So I suspect the turnout will be maybe down modestly. um, But uh, but I but I, I think I think there will still be a good turnout. Bob Onder joins us on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on the ground in Des Moines trying to stay warm with his uh, Nanook of the North uh, fur coat. You got a fur coat, Bob, or is that off limits now these days? I don't, you know, I I don't have anything against fur. Actually, Allison has some fur trim on her coat. Uh, uh, But uh, but no, I have a a very warm coat and then I have an overcoat to go over the sport coat, but uh, yeah, I'm not... uh, I could use a fur coat right now, that's for sure. Dr. Bob, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about uh, the political side of it on on your race, as you announced for lieutenant governor. Any interest in replacing Blaine Lutkemeyer? Well, I do have have some interest. I, I'm definitely looking at that. Um, I, I, I believe I could make an impact in the lieutenant governor position at the same time who we send to congress at this critical time in our country's history is, is very very important i mean look we have seen in the last year under joe biden uh, the cost of living for the average family increasing by eleven thousand dollars we've seen energy prices go up we've seen the cost of buying a home skyrocket we've seen our kids uh, besieged with uh, poisonous ideologies like critical race theory and, and gender ideology. Um, we've, we've seen our nation uh, become less respected abroad and the world more dangerous than ever. And, and it's really time we, we take this back, whether it's by taking back the White House or by sending the right people 
to uh, Congress. So uh, I, I think it's really it, it's really important. Um, you know, I'm only one person. I can only run for one office, but we're we we definitely are looking at 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 that uh, congressional seat. Bob, uh, earlier we talked with Scott Fawn, and he really um, raised, I think, some hackles uh, in the studio, or at least raised our our got our attention when he said that really whether Bob Onder, Mary Elizabeth Coleman, uh, Nick Schroer. Uh, pretty much anyone, but maybe a Travis Whit- uh, a Fritzwater or a Tony Lukemeyer were to run, that uh, folks from that St. Charles area just may not have a lot of interest in looking after the interests of people in, in uh, mid-Missouri. What would be your response to that? Maybe answering for anyone else who might enter the race, uh, including yourself, that isn't from central Missouri. Would we be lost in the desert? Well, that yeah, that's a silly assertion. Uh, you know, I've I've uh, you know I've spent uh, you know I, I practiced medicine in the in the congressional district for thirty years. I've lived in the congressional district for twenty years. I served the congressional district in in St. Charles County for ten years. By and large, the interests of folks in you know mid Missouri are the same as the interests in uh, in in St. Charles or Jefferson County or down at the lake in Camden County. Uh, um, and, you know, I have stood uh, by our friends in agriculture time and again, even when the Jeff City establishment, um, you know, tried to sell them out, like selling Chinese farmland, uh, American farmland to China uh, or uh, abusing eminent domain by uh, by some woke green energy company um, uh, taking farmland to uh, to ship, 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 ship their so-called green energy through our state. Um uh, opposing uh, uh, ridiculous regulations and attacks on animal agriculture. So uh, I think I think that a a, a a congressman from St. Charles County could represent the interests of rural Missouri and central Missouri. And uh, no, I think that's a, a silly contention. Senator, I uh, appreciate you answering John's question about, you know, at least you're considering the the uh, race, obviously. And of course, right now you're you're uh, focused on what's happening in Iowa, but I do have a follow-up question on on yeah. what you told John, because you mentioned you're considering it, you and your wife are considering it, is you know the filing for these, I don't have the date in front of me, it's going to be late February at Secretary, yes. Secretary Ashcroft's office, so you don't have a whole lot of time. Do you have a time frame on when you'd like to make a decision whether you would run for Lieutenant Governor or the Congress? Yeah, I think that decision would be the next week or two. Okay. Thank you, Senator. All right. Yeah. Well, Bob, we know we have you've got a lot of work being a surrogate for Trump in the Iowa caucuses today. And, uh, you know, I'd like to check back with you after this if a fallout occurs, because a lot of people have said this is going to be it. If uh, if DeSantis or Haley don't show some significant showing uh, or maybe Ramaswamy thinks he's going to show some that it's all over. But the shouting we will have to see uh, how the feelings of the caucus goers and especially whether this uh, never Trump sentiment that we hear about from various others in the party whether that's going to still hold or whether there'll be a coalescence that's a big question on my mind we hope that uh, maybe we can ask that of you the next time we chat that sounds great all right bob hey good luck in the uh, in the cold weather up there stay warm and stay safe my friend thanks for being with us great to be thanks, back Senator. thanks for having me all right you know randy i would point out it was a great interview really i i thought learned a lot there uh, about the weather and uh and and i'm interested too in, in what he's going to decide 
the Iowa, and you bring up a very good point about, you know, if someone has a poor performance or whatever, and, and of course turnout's going to have a lot to do with potentially how many people show up at the polls. I mean, I believe he mentioned 18 inches of snow when I talked to Danny Busick in North Missouri. He was at 12, so clearly more. That could impact, especially if there are older people that don't have a way to get there. Uh, but as he mentioned, farmers were going to find a way to get there nonetheless. So he's, he's confident about uh, President Trump. I would just point out one thing. That Iowa is all, it's, it's had a little bit of an independent streak at times. And I would reference for people who forget 1988. 1988, George Herbert Walker Bush ended up winning. Uh, by the way, he was 17 points down at one point to Governor DeConcus. He did not win the state of Iowa. It was a guy named Pat Robertson that won the state of Iowa. <laughs> I remember. And the national, the national media was, was much different in 1988. They, um, you know, Robertson was, it was, an interesting interesting and in you know they they covered it and they did not um, i thought they covered it pretty fairly back in 1988 but pat robertson kind of faded after that and yeah. you would think that he would have catapulted after that to new hampshire but but no he he did not so um and i remember if i'm not mistaken ted cruz in 2016 won up there as well so as i remember we've seen some some interesting wins over the years up there john and brian tell me if i'm wrong but i remember that really w is the last winner in iowa in terms of the republican that i can remember forever that actually went on to win the president whereas that the democrats right. tend to when they win in iowa they're much more likely to win nationally yeah, and, and the Democrats uh, have, have uh, recently, President Biden has basically said this, they, they have wanted, uh, they don't want Iowa to be at the top. They want it to, they want it to be a state uh, more like South Carolina in that. But for, for the Republicans, Iowa, it's always been that way. And uh, particularly if you live in, Stephanie's right, she lived in Kirksville. I lived in Moberly. I lived in Carrollton. There's not a whole lot of difference between North Missouri and Iowa. It's, it's common denominator is agriculture um and they tend to get a little bit more snow and things like that but um it you know they elected tom harkin for years up there to the senate they definitely are more of a republican state than they used to like a lot of uh, farm states they've gone very very from my my looking at it definitely republican only three presidents since 1972 won their iowa caucuses when the races were contested jimmy carter barack obama and george W. Bush. Yep. Um, so, and they've said that about the early caucuses. They're not necessarily really good predictors, but when you're winning the field by, there's a new Trafalgar uh, yeah. poll out this morning showing Trump up by 52%, and Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are basically neck and neck. And so, within the, within the, uh, I think they're close enough that the unop- or that the undecided could decide that. So, uh, I think it's make or break for, for one of them today. You can feel the excitement in Stephanie's voice. She I am excited. really I love jazzed it. about this. We'll come back and <laughs> wrap it up with leftovers, and there are a lot of them. Stay in touch with us at 573-874-9390. We'll get to some texts as well. More coming up on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Thanks for making Wake Up Mid-Missouri your number one choice in the morning. Here's a big old serving of leftovers. Enjoy. There's an awful lot of leftovers on our plate this morning. I guess we should start out with a 
With a tribute to Jane Gephardt, who passed. Uh, mm-hmm. She was 81, wife of former U.S. House Majority Leader Dick Gephardt. And, of course, that those were the days when uh, Republicans and Democrats got along. At least better than they do now. Yeah, they got along a lot better. Yeah, yeah. And they were real states people at that time. Mm-hmm. So she had Alzheimer's and had joined in clinical trials before passing Saturday, surrounded by family in Naples, Florida. Mm-hmm. What do you have, Stephanie? Um, I have, we made history this weekend because uh, we have our first, what Fox News calls pageant patriot, uh, Madison Marsh. Any relation, John Marsh? Uh, well, probably. <laughs> probably. Makes history <laughs> as the first ever active duty Air Force pilot to win the Miss America title. She was previously Miss Colorado and won it all. So really exciting. That's good to Love see. That. Pretty yeah. cool. Good to see. What's on your plate with leftovers, John? Well, uh, there, there's a safety app that we understand is something you know you don't don't worry about these. It's a safety app for schools, but it turns out that uh, it's been hacked. Thousands of documents accessed that contain sensitive information. It's called Raptor Alert, and the the kicker on it is both Columbia and Jefferson City Public Schools have their uh, students on this app. Wow. So, so they say it could uh, could be some real challenges out there for some of that sensitive information. They're saying the documents access, once again, number in the thousands. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Wow. It never fails to ceases to amaze me what the trouble technology can get us into. Now, uh, Hannah, do you have a little bit of your leftover oatmeal left over? I mean, can you show that to people watching? On- Seriously. It's posted on the interwebs. Oh, man. This stuff, well, you made what's, some... What's wrong with it? It looks like, I think Randy said, like a concrete compound, it, like some sort of construction. It, yeah, it looks, like, it looks like super nails. You're, you know, I mean, Spackle. liquid nails. Well, and if you notice, there's some left, and it's because I couldn't oh. quite... <laughs> Or catfish bait. I I've seen catfish bait. I couldn't bait quite like bring it. myself to finish it. It's like a blizzard. You can turn it over and spoon and all. It just is stuck. Why would you put that in your stomach? You're gonna. That's gonna. You're not well, gonna have a very fiber. good day. Well, it was all right when it was warm, and then it kind of solidified once it calmed or once it cooled down. But now Hannah, Hannah shared with me we were going to talk about caffeine, and I never really got to it. But it's but in this weather, a lot of people will use energy drinks just like you add a little octane booster to your fuel you know wait did you steal that out of the break room refrigerator well, i borrowed it as a prop Randy. as a prop um so this is just one this is a skinny can this is not a big can this is a uh how many ounces it's not oh, a 40 it's called this a is slim. a 12 ounce can and it has basic if several different sources of caffeine in a so-called energy drink clean energy clean, this yeah, one says clean yes. energy and and it, and it has 200 milligrams of caffeine in this. So that's about the equivalent of two eight-ounce coffee cups. Yeah, worth. not bad. So that's not bad. But my concern for you, Hannah, because I am concerned about your health and everyone else here in the studio and on on uh, on the air listening, um, I'm worried about the artificial sweeteners in here. There's sucralose. There's a, there's a acesulfame, a very popular one. This is not. You may be getting your energy up, but you're not. You're not helping your microbiome. But your it's sugar-free. Bac- Eye roll. But your Insert gut, eye roll emoji. <laughs> your gut bacteria are not happy. Well, okay. They're pushing back at you. I I had a so really I had a really healthy <laughs> breakfast of my my proats as they're called protein oats. <sighs> so it's called balance, right? 
Well, the Wall Street Journal is saying that you should only have four cups of coffee. And this is where I got into a dispute with my doctor because I go in and she said, how many cups of coffee do you have? And I said, and this is small for me, actually. I said, oh, about, you know, I get I have two cups a day and I hold, hold up like a jug. And she's like, that's not two cups. There's like four that's in one of those. Two Stanley cups full. Yeah, what so a, what, what they're a, saying is four eight ounce cups. Right. So if you get that 20 ounce from your coffee shop, that's, you know, so maybe only two big coffees. And, and I really do have concerns about the fact that, look, anxiety is out of control in this country. And caffeine is an energizer. It feeds that kind of a, of a so mental you, process. I'm already on anti-anxiety meds. So you're with Tucker Carlson and you should just do zins all day oh. then, right? Is that it? Zins? <laughs> What's a zin? We'll oh my that. gosh. Okay, I guess we'll have to discuss what it's a zin nicotine. is. Huh? It's nicotine. No, 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 no. Water with a little lemon in it. Ah, you guys, we'll have to work on this tomorrow. See ya. Have a good day.